Welcome to Milo Time, where we dive into the list of things that Milo loved and spend some time with my beautiful, amazing, awesome, fantastic boy, Milo. Welcome to another episode of Milo Time. Daryl Kessler along with Lisa Cohen. Hello. Hey, Lisa, how are you today? I'm good, and I'm going to skip the small talk because there's something on this list that I, I feel like we really need to do it called Busting Chops. Lisa, it's cutting right to the chase. Uh, for those <laughs> a, of you, <laughs> I, I like to bust chops, so I'm busting yours. So for those of you new to the program, on this show, we look at a growing list of things that Milo loved, which now numbers in the thousands, and Lisa picked something that caught her eye and clearly something caught her eye very quickly today, <laughs> busting chops. So we can jump right in and talk about busting chops, um, which, I, which I'm happy to do. So I do know that we have a little bit of an international audience also. So for those people for whom English is not their first language, oh. the idea of busting chops is just sort of making fun of somebody, giving them the business to their face in a way that makes a point clear to them, but is done with love and um, ultimately, good natured. if it's, it's done good properly, yes. everyone's laughing at the end. Yes. But there aren't that many people who can do it properly to their loved ones. And when you pick Busting Chops, and I just started explaining it, I actually think about your husband, Dave Hillman. He's the, the master. Yeah. He's the master. Yeah. So yeah. for those people out there who don't know Lisa's husband, Dave, Dave and I were college roommates and have been great friends ever since. And, um, you know, as I'm saying this, actually, we could do an entire episode on Dave as a thing Milo loved. And I, I do want to talk about that for a second, but I'm going to come back to it. So among Dave's many incredible qualities, one that stands out that is totally unique, that makes Dave one of a kind, is the combination of being the funniest person anyone who's ever met him has ever met, but also the ability to make fun of somebody to their face in a way that makes a point to that person when it's needed, yet at the end of the delivery, everyone is laughing, including they, right. they don't, the target. They don't feel singled out. They, they don't, don't feel, feel attacked. Out. Right. It's such an unbelievably rare quality. Yeah. Yeah. So much so that Alana and I and Max and Milo would often say... Oh, with what, we just need to invite Hillman over when that person is here, and he'll set it straight. He'll like because if any of us tried to do it, right, they would get upset. You'd say it wrong. Nobody right. would think it was funny. Right, we'd be like, just invite Dave over when they're over. It'll work. It'll be fine. He'll bust some chops, and and they'll get the message. He should, and maybe he should charge it. for it. He could, you know, it's get a the service. side it's hustle. A, but yeah. it's a it's an incredible gift, and it's an incredible slice of genius for your husband yes. that he's Agreed. uniformly recognized as somebody who can not only extraordinarily funny but can sort of do that it's and not i just want to be clear it's not always like a point that needs to be made to somebody in a gentle way yes often it's just for the laughs and you know and it's and it's astute right and so other people recognize that it's funny or whatever but it's you know it, it's just kind of to there, maybe there's something that's going on that other people have noticed but don't want to say or whatever, and he he sort of like diffuses it. Right. It, yeah. It's exactly right, and he, and um, it just works every time. But yeah. you know, I, I want to go back to the point I made earlier about doing an entire episode about Dave. I I do have to say, and this is not what this episode is ultimately going to be about, but Dave was definitely you too, of course, Lisa. But Dave, in a different way, was definitely a person Milo loved. And I do have to mention that 
Dave was just incredible when Milo was treating. Uh, Dave was very solicitous of Milo and of me and Alana. And there were more than, there were multiple occasions where some combination of Dave, me, Alana, and Milo mm. went to a Nets game. Mm-hmm. I think we went to two. Yeah. There was an occasion where you, Alana, and I, and Milo went to the U.S. Open. Awesome day. Um, yeah. And this is all while Milo was deep into treatment and was severely limited, and we were sitting in special seating for people who whose mobility was compromised. And Dave, as he does, just would get it right. Mm. If I would ask Milo if he wanted one of my friends to come to an event with him, um, Dave, this is not to be an insult to any of my other friends, Dave would be uniquely a person who Milo would be an adult, who Mm. Milo would be Mm -hmm. very excited to have sit next to him at a Nets game. That's great. And um, Dave was amazing about it because as he is also great about, um, he just knew how to communicate Mm. um, with Milo, even in very, very difficult times. And like with Busting Chops, as we talked about just a minute ago, he just made it work. He took Mm. the right tone. He didn't shy away from things, but he didn't beat things over the head. And I would leave those evenings saying to Alana, like, nobody else but Dave Mm. Hillman could make that work. Mm -hmm. And um, to a very similar degree, you did too at that US Open. I mean, it was very, very memorable. And we know at the time we weren't that easy to talk to and Milo was still Milo, but he was deeply compromised and physically compromised and, and very much noticeable and looking different and feeling different. And he hated to be in the spotlight Mm, mm -hmm. and was very sensitive to the way people spoke to him because he didn't like to be the focus of attention. And, um, you know, uh, you and Dave just, um, you really got it right and um, in a very difficult time. And that's very, very rare. So there's my Dave Hillman and Lisa Cohen thing. We, I, I we, thank you for it. Both of us feel, uh, I was truly like honored to yeah. have been uh, able to do that with you yeah. guys. I know Dave feels this Totally, way. totally memorable. But all the way now back to Busting Chops. So, <laughs> yeah, come on. So, <laughs> I, I liked it because I wanted to hear about how Milo would make fun <laughs> right. of you, Daryl. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so on a recent episode, we talked a little bit about Milo's eyebrows and how expressive they were and how that in some ways enabled him to get away with making clear statements without even making an audible statement. Um, but Milo loved to bust chops of the people that he loved. Mm-hmm. And he loved to bust my chops. And there's no greater sign of love from your child than True. if they're making fun of you to your face. And when I think about some of It's not of just Milo's... love. I just want to inter... I feel like it's it's comfort, right? It's, it's comfort. like It's like knowing that... nothing bad is going to happen. Right. You know, you can only say that to a parent that you feel fully trusting of. Right. And by the way, Max and Alana, if you're listening, you're going to you're going to get your turn here also. And <laughs> Irwin, Terry, Richard, yeah. Barbara, Grandma and Grandpa's, you're going to get your turn here, too. So just bear with me here. But I'll start. <laughs> Don't with turn me. it off. Don't turn it off. Stick around because every he busted everybody's chops. Um, he many evenings when the boys were 13, 14 years old, when they, we still had a fair amount of control over them. Mm. We would, after the boys finished their homework during the week, we'd watch a lot of sports in our house. We've talked about that quite a bit. And often, Alana and or I would be the first ones to fall asleep. And the boys 
Milo in particular loved to make fun of the fact that they would try to be quiet so we would fall asleep so they could stay up and we wouldn't make them go to bed, whatever. But as soon as I would wake up and I'd see the clock and I'd see what time it was, I would just wake up like yelling, just like, what? Why are you guys still awake? Why are you guys still awake? And Milo would love you. would be like, oh, dad, here he goes. Yeah. Here he goes. Dad's waking up. Get ready for the barrage. Here it comes. And I remember it like waking up and being like, guys, it's time for bed. What are you doing? It's a yeah. half an hour. And Milo would be like, dad, calm down. We got it. No problem at all. No problem at all. Uh, he, he absolutely thought it was hilarious. The other thing got on me all the time for it and he loved it dad the lights on on your phone lights oh, on on your phone oh, every so time such an old person the thing. worst Would, wouldn't make a big deal out of it yeah. just say like dad lights on on your yeah. phone like every <laughs> single time it's almost like he spent his time with me staring at my phone waiting for the light to be on on the phone he would point well, it out every time know. dad lights on on the phone yeah. hey old man <laughs> old man lights on on the phone get control of your electronics yeah. Right. Loved it. I mean, just right. nonstop. Probably a thousand times in my life, he would he would say something to it that. Sounds like he turned it on just so that he could <laughs> right. catch you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, any time, and this is even when he was treating. Any time he was watching a show, um, like on Netflix or on HBO. Any time, I would walk in the room. He just pause it. Like if I, <laughs> I, I just pause it, no comment. No, yeah. co- I'd say like, well, you don't have to pause. He's like, you're just gonna start talking. <laughs> You're going to start asking questions. He wouldn't say a word. He would like look at me sideways. He'd just pause it. Yeah. And then I, I'd kind of putz around in the kitchen and get something to eat, yeah. whatever. I'm like, no, you could start it again. He said, no, no, I, I'm, I got it. It's good. He just paused the movie. No no comment, nothing. Nothing He was at saying, all. I need you to get it out of your system so I can go back to my movie. Completely. I know there's something there. Completely. Yeah. Completely. He loved... There was a time when we had... I don't remember whether it was the early iPhones or we were still on i pods but there was a time when my music library i didn't have any mixes and anytime i would plug my phone into the car it would start playing this song a team because it was the first alphabetically by, the, oh, by i think travis scott hilarious. i think it's travis scott <laughs> and he would make fun of it every time a team every time i plug my phone he'd go a team it would be the same song every time I'm like all right i know i don't have control of the phone i know when i plug the phone and it's going to start playing the same song and um you know i miss those times terribly because one it kept me in check it is a great sign of love um and it is a great sign of comfort that he knew that there was nothing I liked more than to have him rough me up a little bit. Now, as far as Max is concerned, Milo loved the facts that fact that Max would say like on a Monday, he's like, I got to get a haircut this week. And like three months later, he still wouldn't have gotten a haircut. And Milo would just say like, Max, well, you get that haircut yet? You get that haircut? Max's hair is completely out of control. No, I'm going to go Thursday. I'm going to go Thursday. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. You're going to go Thursday. I'm going to go Thursday. And he just give it to him. Just not over the top just yeah. like yeah when, when it sounds when you like get he haircut, took some lessons from dave it, 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 he would he definitely, definitely made his statement very Hill, very hillmanian he would he would make fun of alana for being relatively short yeah. so much so that alana kind of got into it and she would at milo's prompting like sort of run up next to and behind people so they didn't see her who were like roughly her height or shorter uh-huh. and show like my like who's yeah. taller me or me or her who's taller me or him who's taller well, by who's the taller? way between yeah. Kara and Marie yes like you know she is a giant right well Alana kind of lost track she needed yeah. to be put in her place you know what I mean <laughs> the ultimate well maybe maybe I was uh, a high level of of chop busting but he really really loved to rough up his grandparents who were such good sports about it yeah he really really loved 
to bust their chops. Um, Erwin and Terry, Alana's parents, both have still have very, very thick Brooklyn accents. So Milo <laughs> loves to joke that um, one of Grandma Terry's best friends is Rita Weinstein, but she pronounces the name Reader. <laughs> like reader, like you're saying, like reader rabbit, <laughs> the like Udney a reader, reader. Like, yeah. right, like a reader. <laughs> yeah. So you say, uh, we're going to see Stan and reader tonight. <laughs> um, and um, he would always make fun of her, her thick Brooklyn accent. And when the young tennis player, Carlos Alcaraz was first on the scene, Grandma Terry would say all the time, Eh, we call him Alcatraz, and Milo would make make fun of her all the time with love, of course. Eh, we call him Alcatraz. <laughs> Irwin also would just get beat up by Milo all the time. Um, Irwin also still speaks with a very thick Brooklyn yes. accent, of course. And on one of the many trips that we went to Woodlock, which we've spoken about in a previous episode, there were a bunch of people standing in line on a Monday morning of Columbus Day, and... Grandpa Irwin went over to them and said, you guys waiting online for the game? <laughs> and Milo and Max looked at each other. They're like, what is he talking about? First of all, he's speaking with like an extra thick Brooklyn accent. There is no game today. The game was yesterday, <laughs> Sunday. It was a football game. It involved the Jets. What is he talking about? Who is he talking to? And they joked about that all the time. You guys waiting for the game? <laughs> it sounds exactly like it. Right. And Irwin would tell a story. You know, Irwin still fancies himself the same tough kid growing up in Brooklyn, right. which he no doubt was. Um, he went to a tough Brooklyn public school throughout as an elementary school student, middle school student, high school student. He would tell the boys that he used to carry a knife around in his, in his sock, whatever that. And he once told the story that he confronted somebody and said, are you talking to me, Greaseball? <laughs> and that was a catchphrase all the time that Milo would repeat to his yeah. grandfather yeah. and hold him completely accountable as a result of it. He loved that. He absolutely loved it. And my parents, Richard and Barbara, very comical in their own way, like Irwin and Terry, great grandparents, deeply loving. I mean, terrible loss for them too. Loved Milo deeply, deeply, and still do. Um, but also subjected to Good. regular Again, abuse by Milo. Love. Yes. My parents love talking to us about their friends by their last names. And many of them are friends they've made recently that we don't even know. Yeah. Like people they've met now that they spend some of the year in Florida. And the boys, anytime my parents <laughs> mention someone, they'll say, is that the Wogelmuths? Like that's one of the <laughs> last names of my parents' friends. No matter who my parents say, yeah. is that the Wogelmuths? Is that the, is that the Wogelmuths? No matter who it is, my, par my parents would get abused. Um, Milo loved to make fun of my mother for the way she says my father's name. There is a chorus when you stay with my parents, which we used to do in Florida, of my mother calling for my father. Let's say the name like that. I'm sorry, Mom. It does sound like that a little bit. No offense. You know how Milo did that? You know how he did it? I'm not saying it sounded unnecessarily scratchy or anything like that, but Milo loved. And ultimately, in a Dave Hillman kind of way, Yeah. and some of it in because it's your son or your brother or your grandson, um, you loved it. You loved it yeah. when he was yeah, when he was right. roasting you, when he was busting your chops, right. and it was really one of his favorite things to do. And he had a little Dave Hillman in him. It's good. He he could do it, not just because he was your grandson or your brother or your son. Or I assume he did it to his friends too. He did it because it was done properly. without a mean bone right. and done properly and done to your face, not behind your back. Yeah. So you were in on the joke, and. Um, 
I miss being roasted by him. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah, of course you do. Well, that's it for this episode of Milo Time. Be sure to join us again next time when we one more time look at the list of things that Milo loved.